Hello everybody, Adam Scott here from Halipad Real Estate, where it's your move. Today with me on my show is uh, Chris Perkins, broker of Halipad Real Estate. And uh, I know we're trying to make this a lifestyle podcast with a light focus on real estate, but um, you know what? We're going to focus a little more on real estate today because uh, the market is in an interesting place and I think it's worth discussing for at least 10 minutes <laughs> or maybe longer. We'll see what happens. Anyways. Hello, Chris. Hello. Thanks for having me on, Adam. Oh, no, you're welcome. Thanks for joining me. No problem. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the market. Uh, did you do your homework? Well, I was hoping you did. <laughs> well, I, I rehearsed my questions. Oh, good. Well, I'm going to do all the hard work. <laughs> I think the big question here that a lot of people are wondering is, are we still in a seller's market is, uh, is the big question. I think the short answer is yes, but I think it's a little more involved than that. Maybe you want to elaborate a bit on that. Yeah. I mean, I always look at months of supply. So that means if uh, it's the length of time it would take for everything on the market to sell, if nothing else were listed. So if you look back in January of this year, when our market was the hottest, we had 0.3 months of inventory, meaning it would take less than two weeks for our entire inventory to sell out based on the current rate of sales, which is why we were seeing 15 offers on every property and home selling significantly over list price. Now in September, we're sitting at 1.8 months of inventory. So obviously it, it's more, it, it's, it's, it's changed and it's buyers have more option, but it's still, well below the three months that we would consider a balanced market. So for, for perspective, in June 2019, we had mm -hmm. 4.7 months of inventory. So three to six months is a balanced market. In 2019, the average price of a home went up by 6%. You know, we're sitting at just about half of that and prices have definitely softened, but I think it's strictly due to interest rates. Yeah, I think the interest rates have played a big part in it, but we are still seeing a lot of instances where houses do go into multiple offers and are selling above their list price. Um, not dramatically like they were before, um, but still occasionally happening. I think it's a case by case basis. It's not, um, a, it's not across the board like it was seven months ago. Speaking of the uh, interest rates, um, the interest rates have done a weird thing in the market uh, where we still have limited inventory, but I think we've seen more buyers uh, back off of the market now. And we've still got, again, because it's on a case-by-case -case basis, we've still got um, homes selling um, for slightly above what they're listed at um, and um, going into multiple offers, even with the fewer buyers on the market. Do you think there's fewer buyers on the market? There's, um, well, if you look at um, sales every year peak, in May, May and June, mm -hmm. and then yeah. they drop off towards the end of the year. So, you know, everyone's saying the market's slowing down. And yeah, it is, absolutely, but it does the same thing every single year. So interest rates have shot up from whatever it was, 2% to, to five now, and that is a, that's a massive change, but 2% interest rates were not normal. They that was, there was a government yeah. reaction to a pandemic. So now we have what I would consider to be normal interest rates again, but yeah. everyone has sticker shock because we've just, you know, it has been a, a big increase. And with change, there is uncertainty. Um, so, you know, I think more people are sitting on the sidelines because they're reading all these news stories about 
all the terrible things that are going to happen to real estate. So you, you can sit on the sidelines with everybody else, or you can you know use change as an opportunity sometimes to take it, be brave, take advantage of potential opportunities in the market. I find that uh, a lot of my buyers now are able to uh, have more negotiating power uh, because of this uncertainty in the market. Um, you know, before seven months ago, they were submitting offers unconditionally. And now they get to submit an offer with a couple of conditions, <laughs> as opposed to no conditions. So yeah, I think that uh, yeah, this uncertainty really does create a lot of opportunity uh, for buyers. You know, same with the seller too. I just, you know, you know, I just sold the house. It's uh, it was on the week, it was on the market for what was it a week and a half, mm -hmm. and um, we went into multiple offers. Yeah, uh, ten days later, mm -hmm. you know. So that uncertainty uh, created a lot of opportunity for my seller. So yeah, it goes both ways. I think. Do you think the decreasing average purchase price is a reflection of decreased home values in the market, or do you think it's a reflection of um, more what buyers can now afford because interest rates are so much higher in the pandemic when yeah it was two percent or lower, you know, they had, they were approved for $800,000 mortgages. Now, um, those same buyers, or not same buyers, but those buyers that may have been approved for an $800,000 mortgage are now only approved for a mm -hmm. five hundred to $600,000 mortgage. So do we think that the, because we did this, we did a little, we did a little background research on this um, a few weeks ago where we were looking at, uh, so who will use that term? Buckets? Corey used that term, right? Yeah. We are looking at the buckets of yeah. uh, forty-eight percent of the sales yeah. in twenty twenty-two occurred between the price point of three hundred and five hundred thousand. Forty-eight percent. Yeah. So this is where you're still going to see multiple offers in the marketplace is between three hundred and five hundred. Yeah. Look, I mean, sometimes above as well, but you know, the vast majority of our activity is between three hundred and five hundred because that's the the price band which you know is affordable for 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 a lot of people, right? So. The pressure on prices is definitely due to an increase in interest rate because your affordability has changed. Your yeah. you, your qualifying rate now is somewhere around seven percent. So that's going to affect the the level of mortgage you can get approved for. Thinking about that, when you put that into perspective, um, you know, doing your research like that, especially as a as a seller, you know, when you're listing your home now, um, you know, you need to consider where the majority of people are buying as well. So you, you don't, you know, before seven months ago, it was, uh, you know, you could list your house at uh, significantly below market value and uh, see what happens, or you could list it super high and uh, probably still get what you were asking for. Uh, but now homeowners need to be a little more strategic and a little more targeted with their list price. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I mean, if you look back in January, to your point, it's almost it was almost like gambling. Yeah, you didn't didn't matter what you listed for. It was like an auction, right? Yeah. So we, if you you didn't have to put that much effort into the list price because you know the multiple offers did all the work. Now it is extremely important that you list for market value. Not overpricing it because the longer something sits on the market, the more people start asking questions as yeah. to why it isn't selling. You know, worse than that, it gets ignored completely after a period of time. Um, so, you know, it's almost better to price more aggressively because then you do capture those buyers in in the lower brackets, and multiple offers still exist. Yep. So, if it is underpriced, you'll get way more traffic through the door, and you will still get multiple offers to correct your value. Yeah, it's true. So as people get used to these interest rates, 
I think that um, supply and demand is going to be what drives the market. It's, you know, as always, right? Yeah. So once people are used to interest rates, the reality is we still only have 1.8 months of inventory. As I mentioned earlier, anything less than three months is a seller's market. So once we're used to interest rates, we should see prices start to increase again. As I mentioned earlier, back in 2019, prices went up by 6% and we had twice the inventory at that time. I agree. I think that, uh, and you know, again, I, I or I should say, I should preface this with the fact that I have zero inform, inf, uh, information to back my claim up here. But I, the vibe that I'm getting right now is that uh, buyers are already getting used to the rising interest rates, even with the new spike that's coming at the end of this month. So we're told. I think that it is now. It just is. It is what it is. You know, and sellers still want to sell, and uh, people still want to buy homes. And the so, rental market is as competitive as it's ever been. Yep. So you know, and if if a lot of these buyers, as the media would tell you, have decided not to get into the market, that means they're renting. Yep. Which means rental rates are going to be higher as well. Yep. So. Can't have one without the other. Yeah. Again, <laughs> supply and demand. There's just. There's, it's always the problem. Is always. There is not enough housing stock available to satisfy the people that need it. Yeah. And until that changes, our market is not going to bottom out, plummet, or whatever the media is making you believe. I I think that the uh, the demand is always going is going to be there here, especially in the Halifax area. The demand is going to be high here for the for the foreseeable future. I mean, do we have? I know the province is projecting to increase our population here dramatically over the next few years, and if we don't have the inventory to keep up with the demand that we have right now, I don't know how we're going to be able to keep up with the demand that we're going to see over the next uh, ten to twenty years with the influx of people coming into the province. So prices have come down, but I don't think they're going to drop dramatically, even though they, I guess they kind of have dropped a little dramatically since the springtime. <laughs> I mean, we already saw a bounce back a little bit, I think from uh, August to September. I know we have, I know the numbers are small, the sample size is small, but we already saw a little bit of a bounce back in the average purchase price and the median, right? The median price was, uh, yeah, we even had a little bounce back from that as well. More of a plateau, I guess, really. Well, I saw the house on Gatehouse Run back in May for 600, well, it went for $700,000 and you listed the house on Gatehouse Run, which is the, the property we were talking about earlier that got multiple offers yep. for 700,000. We've seen more activity in the lower price point, which is potentially why we're seeing that drop in average price. But Gatehouse, for an example, I don't think there's been a, a massive change. To circle back to that question I asked just a few moments ago, yeah, is the value of homes um, um, decreasing because um, the value of the home is decreasing or is it decreasing because um, you know people can't afford to buy those big homes uh, those, those homes with those big price tags on it anymore because of their approval approval rate when it comes to applying for the mortgage right yeah. so yeah. I, I think I think that's uh, gatehouse run is a really good example of that actually mm -hmm. yeah you know you look at gatehouse too it's in the Kingswood school district so yeah. values you, you know values are, aren't just tied to the interest rates, it's also tied to what is available in that area. So Kingswood School District yep. is very sought after and there's very few homes for sale there. So you can yep. still get those higher prices. The Tupper School Districts on the Halifax Peninsula is a, another example of that. Like I have a client with a $1.5 million budget looking for on the peninsula, can't find them a house. Yep. It's ridiculous, right? So yep. 
there has been more activity in the lower price points because that's where the majority of people can afford homes and that's probably what's making our average price look like it has dropped but yeah. i don't think it's it hasn't dropped significantly yeah, yeah not in the sense that uh, the that the, the market itself is devalued no i, I would agree with you on that because a big part of uh, what was happening over the past couple of years was a uh, percentage of list price. Um, and now we're a little bit uh, below uh, what that is. Why do we think we're, we're seeing that? Uh, we touched on it briefly. You had mentioned something about, uh, you had mentioned, uh, not something, you hadn't mentioned uh, the, uh, that sellers need to be a bit more strategic, a little more targeted with their pricing. So, um, you know, that was a big tool, a measurement tool that uh, people in, used a few seven months ago like oh houses are selling for 20 percent over their list price and whatnot now we're at about 100 percent, which i mean that's still pretty good yeah. <laughs> the average anyways yeah yeah in march in march 2022 homes on average were selling for 120 excuse me 125 percent of their list price yeah was that because people were listing too low and creating bidding wars? Like that was a big pain point for me. I, I felt that we, I wrote a blog about it actually, about I feel like, I felt like we were flaming or adding fuel to the fire essentially. Yeah. We were purposely undervaluing properties yeah. in order to create bidding wars, which is why you were seeing things go for 25% above list or, yeah. or more in some cases. But I've always preferred to list for what you believe is market value based yeah. on recent comparables and then you can hold your price because you can justify it based yeah. on recent comparables. For sure. So uh, listing at market value versus not and creating a bidding war. It's up to you how you want to, to go about it. But I listed a condo uh, on Cornwallis Street recently and the majority of people in the building were listing well below market value and expecting to get multiple offers. And in a lot of cases, they weren't getting what um, what they wanted. So then they were increasing their price, which to me was completely ridiculous. It's like, just tell us what you want. And yeah. then, you know, somebody's willing to pay it or they're not. So we went to market in that building at market value and we sold it within a week. And we had to negotiate by $10,000. So we reduced, but we still got what she wanted for the property. We didn't, yeah. we didn't undervalue it, try and aim high. We valued it where we believed it would sell and then it sold. And then it sold, yeah. Which is what more sellers are doing these days. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is why, you know, you're seeing 100% of list price, which is still pretty darn good. Still very good. Yeah, very good. because we have to price properties with research now, not just <laughs> pulling numbers out of yeah. a hat. We have to be yeah. careful with, you know, when yeah. we choose that market value. When I sold my house in January, it was tough to determine market value on that because there was nothing that was really available at the time. I had asked you to help. I had asked you to do your own uh, market value. I asked Wigmore to do a market value and I did my market value. And uh, we all ended up around the same price point, uh, which was, I think I listed at, what did I list at? 4099? I think it was 4099 I listed at. I suspected the house would probably sell for around 500 just gauging the market at the time. There was nothing on the market in Spryfield. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, if I do say so myself, I think we did a pretty good job <laughs> fixing it up. <laughs> uh, we renovated the kitchen in a week. Was it a week? It was two weeks. I think we renovated the kitchen in two weeks. Anyway, so, um, and then, uh, yeah, we got 24 offers. We set a precedence in, uh, in Spryfield and uh, we got multiple offers on that. How many offers was it? 24. That's ridiculous. 24 offers. Mm. And it sold for 576. Mm. 
I am so glad that we are not in that market anymore. Me too. Yeah. It was it was really terrible for everybody, you know, except for sellers potentially. But you know, it was terrible for buyers, you know, it was stressful. And it was it was tough from a real estate from our perspective as yeah. well. You know, rep, you know, every time we go to ride off on a house, we're competing with fifteen other people. You yeah, know, I it's, know. Uh, oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am completely fine with how this market has changed. You know, yeah. money is more expensive now to borrow than it was. Yep. But those low interest rates superheated our market, and it was, it was terrible. It was unsustainable. Yep. And I, for one, am I'm extremely glad the things have calmed down. Yep. Me too. Uh, definitely can have a more reasonable conversation with my buyers uh, about submitting offers on homes. And uh, you know, it's hard to wrap your head around. Like I yeah. said, it, yeah, it, it is. It, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I don't miss it for a second. I'm, I'm glad it's calmed down. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't miss that either. Like it was very hard to determine what market value was um, seven months ago, a year ago. For the past two years, it was very hard to determine market value. It's hard to determine market value for the sellers because things were just flying off the shelf. It was hard to share that information. It was hard to provide our buyers with that kind of information as well, because that's what they always ask. What do you think it's going to sell for? And, you know, the honest answer is... I have no idea. We have no idea. <laughs> no, it was, yeah. you know, it was the time too when you had a lot of people moving here from somewhere else, like, you know, Ontario or wherever. And a lot of the times they had, they had also had a hot market, yep. but, um, you know, they may have sold a house for $1.5 million in Ontario. So to spend 800 here is, is no yep. problem, right? Yeah. So, well, I like this market more too. Um, like I said, better, uh, more, more breathing room for buyers. Um, and again, still a seller's market. I mean, really, you look at uh, total month supply, we're still in a seller's market. The demand is still there. Inventory is still low. So, but like uh, we always say, lots of uncertainty, um, which creates opportunity for both our sellers and our buyers. So, good chat. Well, thanks for joining me, Chris Perkins, uh, broker owner of Halipad Real Estate. Again, this is uh, Adam Scott with Halipad Real Estate, where it's your move. Thanks for listening.